Hello and welcome to the Dorm Room Dispute Podcast, the speed round edition of the Dorm Room Dispute Podcast, because I got an Uber at 5 and it is currently 418 because I got work courtside seats for the Loyola, Loyola. Big Bradley, Missouri big Valley Conference. You know, this is big Missouri Valley action. This yeah. could have uh, implications for who is the 14th seed and loses <laughs> in the first round of the tournament. Yeah. So, yes. Maybe even the NIT tournament. Yes, possibly. Yeah, uh, Bradley is not too good this year. But you know what? Courtside seats for the team that went to the Final Four last year, not too bad. And I'm That's getting paid for it. So, anyway, I'm Mitch Kaminsky. And I'm Marshall McAluso. Here we'll give you this week's rundown of the top leagues, who's hot, who's not, and our hot topics of the week. Let's get right into it. All right, speaking of basketball... Everyone in the NBA media, they always overblow things. They do it with Westbrook's triple-doubles. Oh, it's such a big deal. And then, you know what, he can't even make it out of the first round of the playoffs. And then James Harden always got all these 30-point games. Do you really think that's sustainable? That's not news. They're just digging for stories to try to keep the NBA relevant in the dog days of February, where it really doesn't get interesting till near the end of the spring around playoff time. Now the next thing they've concocted and listening to Fox Sports all day long is, oh my god, the Lakers are going to miss the playoffs. They lost to the Hawks. All right, I think we all need to relax a little bit here. They have the best player in the world, LeBron James, and he took a much worse roster, the Cleveland True. Cavaliers, to the NBA the Finals. Smith on that roster. Yes. And so, now, mind you, this Lakers team is not good. I think it was smart for the Pelicans not to trade all those assets, not to accept that trade, um for Anthony Davis because I don't think Lonzo Ball and Ingram are really people you can build around. The only one that, the second best player on that team is Kyle Kuzma who disappears on a nightly basis. But all that being said, you have LeBron James who has been to an unprecedented nine straight finals. At some point you have to trust the best player of the world to make an eight seed and make the playoffs. He has never been eliminated in the first round of the playoffs before in his career. They will be fine. The Lakers are going to make the playoffs. We can all calm down. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. That's what you say. Yeah. And they got the old... This is the other thing, too. Before LeBron's injury, they were a fourth seed. And then he went down, and then so now it's taking some time to regroup. They got the all-star break. They will come out just fine. Yeah. There you go. Well, a little different format for this podcast. Obviously, NFL season's over, so we don't have anything to talk for there. Although we do have some... Trades and whatnot happening, which we'll get to in the hot topics. Um, but really, we only really have on a weekly basis uh, some NBA trades we missed. One thing, though, and I'll probably try and throw this on Twitter or something, but after you're done watching this, if you want to vote, uh, I'll try and put something on my Instagram or Twitter. Um, would you guys want to hear, uh, we could just kind of do like a, a recap of each team's season, going uh, one AFC division, one NFC division, kind of recapping that, basically just making fun of teams and what they did or didn't do in the 2018 season. If you guys would be interested in that, uh, just, you know, uh, vote on the poll I'm going to put out later. Uh, if not, then we'll just find other stuff to talk about and other things to make fun of. But yeah, NBA trades. NBA trades. Well, a couple of trades to recap. Uh, Marcus Gasol, he's going to the Raptors for uh, Valanciunas, their center. Yeah. So they swap centers, get a little bit of an upgrade there. He had 16 points the other night, yeah, had and 11 of them were in the fourth corner. So that's a little bit of an upgrade for the Raptors, and they are going all in because they know Kawhi is probably his last year, so yeah. it's now or never for He had some nice plays in the game, I will say that. He did say, yes, he had the game-clinching shot. Uh, Markel Fultz, he got traded to the Magic. He's going to get a second uh, second yeah. life there, I guess, yeah. after his uh, Sixers tenure was not great. See, seeing that happen, I think, was pretty cool just because, you know, they. Uh, I think Markel Fultz is really good. 
really good player. He's a likable player, and it kind of sucked seeing him being able to play well, but just like you could see his headspace wasn't the right. And with his free throws, you know, I think it was due to lack of confidence. So hopefully, if he can get a new start on a decent team, you know, yeah, Aaron Gordon down there, that'll be that'll be fun to watch. And finally, the biggest Woj bomb of them all, the one we were all <laughs> waiting for, Bobby Portis got traded to the Wizards. Along with Jabari Parker and Otto Porter. But the big one is crazy-ass Portis in there. Um, honestly, <laughs> Otto Porter Jr. goes to the Bulls, and then Jabari Parker, like I said, and Bobby Porter is to the Magic. I actually, or the Wizard, I actually do think this is a good trade for the Bulls everyone's yeah. complaining about. Look, they're not going to sign any big-time free agents. They have a ton of cap space. No one's going for the Bulls. All right, so, yes, Otto Porter Jr. has a bad contract, but he fills a need. He's a nice 3 and D player. He plays defense with Jim Boyle and likes. So I actually think it's a nice pickup because the Bulls yeah. have room to eat that bad contract. And you saw in his first game he made an immediate impact, and they won the game. I think that does long-term. He's a nice he's a nice little piece for the Bulls. And then on the other side, the Wizards, Parker, I think, really kind of got screwed over with the Bulls. They misused him. He is still a very good player. Yeah. And Portis is a great guy to come off the bench. But with the Bulls having Wendell Carter Jr. and Mark and he didn't really fit in their it's, it It's so sad because there was that article where uh, Bobby Portis was saying, you know, like, I'm a blue-collar basketball player. I love playing in Chicago. And he was saying, like, he loves wearing the Chicago jersey and he wants to be a Bull for life. And then, like, this absolutely dysfunctional office and coaching staff just kind of – they had such – I mean, one thing that all so many teams really want players – uh, cough, cough, Antonio Brown is loyalty. You know, like we want guys who want to stay with the franchise, who work hard, play hard for our team. Uh, and they had it in this guy, and then they totally kind of just squandered it. But and like to be said, fair to Gar Pax here, too, he was going to be a free agent, the restricted free agent this summer, so he was yeah. going to cost a little bit of coin. And when you already have two big men that you're invested in with marketing, who's definitely in the long term plans, and Wendell, yeah. who you just spent a first round pick on. There really is no room to pay start yeah. paying for Bobby Portis, especially a sixth guy who's a big man coming off the bench. That's usually not what you see. So yeah. You usually see guards. So well, I guess and you know what they say, it's all just a business. But uh, yeah, that's all we got for the quote unquote weekly <laughs> rundowns. Uh, we're going straight into who's hot, who's not. Sponsored by, as always, Tadawa Keating and Cooling. You can uh, you can start us off, Mitch. All right, I'm gonna start off with Mitch's hot take of the day. Yeah. I believe, after reading, spring training just started, if you didn't know. Pitchers and catchers reporting, which means baseball season's coming soon, and I haven't been in baseball fever ever since the access. But hot take of the day, I think Leori Garcia, the utility man for the White Sox, I think he might beat out Nicky Delmonico for the outfield spot. And if we get Manny Machado, I think he might get sent down to AAA. I know all of you care about Nicky Delmonico. That's why it's a hot take, because he's such a likable guy. So there you go. He probably doesn't even know who Nicky Delmonico is. For those is. of you listening, if you don't understand or don't care, you can join the rest of us, like me, <laughs> who don't understand. Nor do we care. Uh, but yeah, that's just hot. hot, hot. I, you know, we walk in a math class, and this man just walks up to me, and he's like, I've got a hot take. And I think it's going to be on, like, you know, something, you know, important <laughs> or relevant in these days' news. But no, always talking about the White Sox. With John Jay and Adam Angle <laughs> and Daniel Polka, obviously. This is really a clutter outfield. And when Eloy gets called up, it's not another room. And Leary, he can play six different positions. I think I think he beats out Nicky. <laughs> there you go. Well, hot, you take. Were, hot, hot takes here. Uh, my hot, uh, it's not much of a hot. It's mainly uh, kind of two nods. I mean, I, my hot was Marquis Colston. I don't know if you guys remember him. I actually yes. liked him back in the day. New He's Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints, good receiver. Um we're just talking about, I bring him up because people compared uh, Julian Edelman, you know, as a Hall of Fame player. And if you look at Marquise Colston, who has 42 more touchdowns than Julian Edelman and over just over 4,000 more yards. But I just thought it was really interesting how like that, and we talked about it before, whether you think it's boring or not, but there weren't a lot of like 
you know, like the typical talking points of uh, the exciting Super Bowls. And so people were just pumping out this, you know, Julian Edelman's a Hall of Fame story. I think it was really interesting just how, because if someone's a real Hall of Fame player, like there's, they should be talked about a lot. And Julian Edelman was talked about for about a week and then people are like, all right, new stories have come in, who cares anymore? And I just thought it was really interesting how that absolutely absurd opinion that Edelman should be a Hall of Famer has just kind of like been lost in the And league. did we all forget he got suspended for PEDs exactly. for the game of the season? Because Barry like, Bonds that... can't make the Hall of Fame because he was juicing, but I mean, at least Edelman was actually suspended for PEDs. I think the punter should have gotten Super Bowl MVP. Let's that would be cool. That would have been cool if the punter got MVP. Field position. Yeah, exactly. Mitch, you're up next. Uh, my not. Sticking with the baseball theme here for my uh, thing is the not stove. Neither Harper or Machado signed, and we are in the spring training. And we, our podcast is suffering because we need things to talk about, and we no do. one's signing these free agents. Nikki Delmonico is really sweating this out, whether he can get that last roster spot. <laughs> Just sign with us already so we can end this. Yeah, and it's this. all... I, it's yeah, all even at this point, I don't even care if he signs with the White Sox. I just want to sign. Here. I'd like him to, but like, it's ridiculous. It's, it's absolutely absurd just how long this has taken. And I, I'm so sick and tired of, like, Bleach Report and ESPN constantly feeding me these articles, like, who are the new favorites? And there's and always like, these mystery teams. Yeah, like, and, like, the Giants day. are in on it, apparently, but they want a short-term deal, and Harper doesn't want a short-term deal, and they just keep going around and around and around, and soon enough, like, the Oakland A's are going to sign both of them somehow. It's going to be stupid. Yeah, and I will say this. Rick Hahn did have a great quote at Sox Fest for all the White Sox fans bombarding with questions about Machado and Harper, and he wanted to avoid tampering, and he finally said, look, I get everyone's frustrated that the market's been slow, but if Machado hits a walk-off homer for your team in August, it's not going to be any less enjoyable because he signed in February instead of earlier in January. Like, yeah, so, true. I mean, in, in the hindsight, it's really yeah. it's frustrating, but you'll still be happy when he does sign with yeah. like, your team. There you go. But yeah, we just need... It's, we're mainly wanting this for the ratings of our podcast. Yes, exactly. We're <laughs> greatly suffer. Um... My not, Chelsea. We didn't have any soccer because I'm talking about soccer in other segments this week. But they It is not because I heard about this headline. That's how, no, how, you, like, how you know it's bad because I don't pay attention to soccer. Yeah, Mitch doesn't care about soccer, but he knew that Chelsea suffered their worst defeat ever in the Premier League history, losing to Manchester City 6-0. And it was an absolute bloodbath, absolute lack of defending. And they can kiss Hazard goodbye, and their coach is just smoking cigarettes in the halftime room because he can't figure out a plan for this team and they have guys like you know uh willian in the in the team and pedro were totally useless also not as mitch and i are talking you know we're trying to maybe potentially write articles uh for the podcast as we try and expand on what we do here um, because the scout butchers our articles on a they weekly basis. They did butcher our articles. We told you to read that one from the scout. We know you didn't, but I'm glad you didn't because they butchered it. <laughs> yeah, the they like cut out half of our stuff and made it so that neither, well, at least my article just didn't make sense because they cut out my point. But I was going to write about how dysfunctional Chelsea is, and I didn't, and they got absolutely destroyed. And I would have looked really, really smart, but I procrastinated and did other stuff. They did give, that was a football score. That was a touchdown and a yeah. missed extra point. You don't there see you that go. in soccer too often. Yeah, it was just like the Super Bowl right there. Basically. <laughs> Except it Man. wasn't good defense yeah, in the Chelsea true. game. Uh, moving on to hot topics. And this is where we have the bulk of the to- stuff we're going to yes, talk it's about. It's 4.30. We really got to roll. We just got to age right now. Although Marshall might be running the show. If yeah, we don't you know, I'll get all the revenue from this episode if Mitch leaves early. Uh, first of all, 
The AAF, American Alliance of Football. I it's believe. a horrible name. Yeah, there's a really name. Gotta fix yeah, that. It doesn't roll off the tongue. MLB, NFL, you know, EPL, NHL. Just and National Football like League sounds better than American Alliance of Football. Yeah, is that? I'm, I'm, I think that's right. Yeah, I'm, 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 Alliance. Alliance of American Football. Oh, that's which, even worse. Yeah, I don't like that. Alliance Football. Yeah. I don't yeah. Like Anyways, we're. Do so we're kind of debating whether we should even cover because there were there were games you know and we could have covered you know the scorelines and talk about Christian Hackenberg and Trent Richardson who are now playing there. Um, but do Mitch, do you think that the AAF will be have any substance or relevance in the coming years? Well, for starters, they did. Everyone was making a big deal about how they beat out the NBA in their first night, um, which was actually a pretty big deal. Like, they had better ratings than the NBA. But you have to remember, the XFL, when they first started, they had huge ratings their first night. And the XFL is actually coming back in 2020, so the uh, AAF is going to have competition next spring. However, despite all of these things, I actually do think it's going to last. Because if you look at, like, England, for example, what do they talk about 24-7? It's soccer and Premier League. Real Madrid's a topic year-round in Spain. Yeah. Americans, they love football, especially in this dead time of the season. It's not competing with the NFL. And I actually think, I was listening to Bill Polian on the radio earlier today. He was one of the uh, people that founded it. He was a former GM of the Colts uh, when they won the Super Bowl. Um, I do think it could, potentially, because all these great leagues, it could serve as a farm system like the G League. And the NHL, for example, I love going to AHL games because you get to see future prospects. You get to see former guys that still want to play. It's dirt cheap. That's what this could potentially be. Um, guys, they said they're, they're also saying a lot of guys that were on practice squads that didn't. Um, they uh, for the NFL, they left the practice squads and signed here because it was more lucrative. So NFL teams need a showing. I think this could serve as maybe a farm system with them because the NFL is encouraging it. They don't want NBA still in the headlines. They want football. Yeah. Like, the and plus just our hunger for football, the draft and the combine gets ratings. Where we just measure kids yeah. jumping and running, and then yep. we watch them um, walk up on stage and grab a hat and a jersey, and those get great ratings. We have a hunger for football. I do think this could last potentially. I, yeah, and I think I think uh, whenever anything debuts, and we get some ratings regardless, just to see because people want to see a if it's actually worth watching, or b just make fun of it because it's really you know. I mean, there was that massive hit. Um, in one of the games where QB's mm-hmm. helmet got just knocked, he got absolutely obliterated, and there was no call, which a lot of NFL f- fans like because they're letting him play. Um, but I will say, like, I wasn't surprised he got ratings. I personally didn't watch any of it. Um, it was all uh, kind of stuff that I was just Same, seeing was through social media. Um, but it was... I don't. I honestly don't know how I feel about it. Because I, I feel like one thing that, one thing that you said, because I asked you if you watched it earlier, and you said, like, it's hard because, like, I think one of the reasons that we like sports so much, um, I think NFL and NBA, it's why these two dominate, is because, like, the players are really marketable, and you can, like, talk about them, and, like, especially when players have their own personalities, especially NBA, you, I mean, you see, like, shoe brands, everything, uh, and I feel like AAF doesn't have that, um, and I feel like, like you were saying, their only real, like, um, what's the word, opportunity to, like, strive in for the coming years, uh, is to be a farm system because like no one's gonna like watch this team uh, just because they are a fan of the team you know it's all because like I want to see these guys if they're good play on my future team and I can say like I met them you know like how many times have you gone to like I mean I saw Albert Almore Jr. at a Kane County Cougars game and that was cool because like now he's playing for the Cubs and I was like it's cool but like we, we don't uh, we don't know any of these guys except for their if they're like 
past bust. The, yeah, the, the, what's going to make this league survive is going to be the quality of play. And I think it boils yeah. down to quality, especially quarterback play, because that's what we really want to see. Like, the Cheez-It Bowl, for example, was a disaster. The score was close and went to overtime, but there was, like, nine interceptions, which yeah. is not fun to watch. You want to see good quarterback play and a good product on the field overall. And that's why, like, for example, like I was talking about the AHL. That's why I love going to Chicago Bulls games, because it's a good product of hockey you're usually getting. It's not NHL-level caliber, but you're getting a lot of guys that are close to the NHL, which is the same thing what you get with the AAF. It's guys just below the NFL. Like, Christian Hackenberg was with the Jets a couple of years ago. Yeah. Same with Trevor Richardson, former NFL guy. So you're getting guys at the next level, and if it's a quality product, then people are going to go... People are going to want to watch, and as it grows, these smaller markets like Orlando, maybe you get like you get those diehard fans. It wouldn't be as yeah. big as the NFL, obviously, but I think it does have a chance just because how I, Americans. Look I like will that. say though, two ways that they can definitely kind of lose their uh, 15 minutes of fame, if you will. Um, one, if they become gimmicky. Yes. Because they, they can't do that. The I uniforms mean, you, and, like, our Yeah, uniforms, and you talk about, like, the, the names. It, some of them are just, like... Because, I, I mean, like, NFL, you get, like, t- the team... Obviously, they're throughout history, so it's kind of, like, cemented. But, like, each team... Like, the Dallas Cowboys, Houston Texans, you know, New England Patriots. They all kind of, like, make sense. It's not just, like, throwing out... Like, I, I, I can't remember some of the names, but they're just, like... If, if, like, a six-year-old was naming a football team, it's like you find the nearest cool-sounding animal, slap it on. Um, and that's where... So, I, hopefully, with, like... And that's, the refs wear, like, these weird uniforms, too. They can't become gimmicky. And they also... If people don't care about this, like, stadium-wise and stuff, no one's going to watch it. Well, they do have some big names, though. They got Steve Spurrier as a coach. He was a yeah. big college football guy. And they got Michael Singletary as one of the coaches. So. Yeah. So it has. The, it's. I, I like the idea. It has it's going to be all. All comes down to the product to play. Which honestly, it was yeah. not awful. I've seen much worse football. Yeah, than it's very true. Stuff. Very true. Well, uh, and uh, we'll actually we'll see. Uh, we'll f- figure out a way to see if we should decide if we want to cover um, the AAF. Which yes. so yeah, you stay tuned if you are a big AAF fan. And the XFL is coming out in 2020, so that'll be that another interesting, interesting thing. Is how that matches. So oh good. But this just proves to show you how bad all of us miss the football season. Yes. Because <laughs> we're watching exactly. Christian Hackenberg play. Uh, moving on. Speaking of football, because they dominate us, right? Uh, Joe Flacco. In the day we're shooting this thing, too. Yeah, just this, this morning. morning. Uh, it was actually funny. He's now on the Broncos. We just talked. We actually just talked about this the other day. Joe Flacco would go to the Broncos. And I said it kind of a joke. I actually didn't really expect it to go down this quickly. Um, but, yeah, he's for a fourth-round pick. Joe Flacco has been traded to the Broncos. And honestly, as Denver Broncos fan, I feel like we went from a C-minus quarterback to a C, C-plus quarterback uh, with a lot of intangible qualities that are good. He's a former Super Bowl MVP. He's, won, he's a winner. Um, and honestly, like, I don't know. Like I was saying before, I think Case Keenum got a bad rap. I think the Broncos were a lot better last year than the record showed with injuries, and then after a while you just tank because you can't make the playoffs. Um, and I think that they can, the Broncos can be eight and eight, nine to seven this year. I, yeah, I, I just don't really know how to feel about this. Seeing a lot of uh, the Broncos fans I follow, they're like, this is just going from one mediocre to QB to another. He's not exactly Peyton Manning when you buy, get an old guy. But honestly, like you're saying, game managers all you need. They have good weapons. They have a defensive mind head coach. With they're honestly. Besides Phil Lindsay, all the best players of the Broncos are on the defensive side of the football. So, it'll be interesting to see. I actually, well, like you were saying, the Super Bowl odds did not change at all. They actually They're did. 50 to 1. Uh, I saw 50 to 1 and 50 to 1 after the trade. Really? Up? I saw 90 to 1 to 60 to 1. 
Well, that is a bigger space. Yeah. I will say, even with the ads not changing, like, I, I didn't see that one. But um, I do think they had a nice upgrade at quarterback. This, yeah. I think, is a good trade for both teams. Really quickly, from the Ravens side, yeah, you only got a, like, fifth-round pick for it. But you got Flacco out of there. You know Lamar's your yeah. guy. He's not hovering over there. There's not divide in the locker room. You're riding with uh, Lamar Jackson, which I think is good. For the Broncos side, they have a clear direction here. Case Keenum was not the answer. Yeah. John Elway is, hasn't had a great track record of drafting good quarterbacks, so yeah. he went out and got a veteran guy that has won a Super Bowl, and he's, like, he's, a, he's a solid NFL quarterback. Yeah. Is he elite? No. With Vic Fangio, I think the message is clear here. We're defensive-minded. We got Lindsey in the backfield. We're going to be a running football team that plays good defense, hard-nosed, like Big Fan, tough, tough football team, and yeah. you got a solid quarterback that can hold it all together and manage things. And if you need to air it out, he's got a good arm. So it's like you got a very good game manager, and I agree with your assessment. I think – you're probably like a nine and seven team at this point, yeah. depending on how you draft. If I don't know. Secondary improved, but yeah, you do have some nice pieces there. Flacco is definitely an upgrade, and now you have the best backup quarterback in the NFL. You're yeah. paying a little bit too much, so it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, what you do with I that. don't know what's gonna happen with Case Keenum. He's had ten million in dead cap space, so he might get cut. But I will say, um, both of them are quote unquote game managers. But Keenum, I think it was like ten to twelve. He had double digits games in a row right. throwing a pick. Well, the difference between the two is, and that's the, the pick thing I don't even buy. Like, the difference between the two is, like, he's a backup quarterback. He's a like, Flacco is a starting caliber quarterback. Yes. Is he a game manager? Yes. But I never saw Case Keenum as a starter. I just saw him as an excellent backup quarterback. I don't yeah. think he was a starting caliber. Or Flacco is. He, he, he might not be elite, but he's definitely a starting caliber yeah. NFL quarterback. Well, he's got a we, big arm. Yeah, it would be cool to talk about um, another guy, not been traded yet, but probably will be, as Antonio Brown just requested. Well, he, this he, he well, I mean, we all knew this was coming, but he formally requested a trade. Um Mitch, I'll let you start off with this. What do you, what do you think? Uh, did he make the right call here? Or did the Steelers no, make the right he call? No, well, he did not make the right call. He's in a great situation with a Hall of Fame quarterback. And he's got this guy with Juju Smith-Schuster who helps open up his game. But if you're the Steelers, I think you say good riddance. It's like mm-hmm. stock. They bought him low. He had a sixth round. You drafted him in the sixth round. You got a lot of good years out of him. You got a ton of usage out of him. He's a great player for you. Now he's 31. Sell high. I think you trade him at this point. It's not worth having that diva in the locker room at this point. You've gotten your value. I think you, I think you trade them. Good riddance. Get yeah. out of here. You got, and the one thing the Steelers draft do well is they draft receivers very well. This is they true. had Wallace, Santonio Holmes, Juju Smith-Schuster. They find these guys. They do, with Brown here. The Bears are great at drafting all linebackers. They're great at drafting receivers. That's yeah. just how, like, traditionally they're good. So I think you can find another guy. And yeah. you sell them high at this point. It's like a stock. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think, like you were saying before, Antonio Brown, he had a really good thing going for him. And whether he ruined it because he wanted money or I don't know, they did have, they definitely had a collapse that um, a winner like him, I guess, uh, wasn't having. Um, but yeah, I think, like, it'll it'll be very interesting because I think if, um, if it comes down, if later we hear that, like, uh, Tomlin and Roethlisberger kind of forced him out. I think they made a terrible decision because they had they had it all set together. I mean, you get that team, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, get a good defense, Super Bowl can easily Super Bowl contender. And then, you know, whether they made right decisions or not, that's we'll see it down the line as Le'Veon Bell is going to probably go somewhere and Antonio Brown will probably get traded. But just to see the out when this all plays out, I think we'll have a very good indicator of what how good the Steelers uh, did for themselves. I will say, though, is that the Steelers, 
I definitely think it's the end of their their decline is coming very I, fast. Everyone is getting old, but we forget they were nine six and one. They had a winning record. That's so true, but I, but the Steelers I, 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 just have such a high standard that when they like don't make the playoffs like that, it's like this is a disappointing season where teams like Cleveland you win six games and they're throwing a parade. But my, so my, like, they have a high standard. My 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 my, uh, my point is that Ben Roethlisberger like they they he makes this team and then he's gonna. He's getting old. He's going to retire yeah. at some point, and then they're not going to have these two weapons for any new quarterback to come in. They don't, really, they don't really have a plan. Ben Roethlisberger, look quickly, see, another guy, good riddance on this guy retires. Yes. He is a fine quarterback, but this guy is he's straight up, he's an asshole. Yeah. He's a, he, this guy's a dick. Yeah. Even like Dick like, uh, uh, Dick House, our professor, uh, professor he teaches yeah. one of our classes here, he went to the same college as him, and he said every like girl he knew that like knew uh, talked to Ben Roethlisberger had the same experience. Like This guy was awful. Yeah. Horrible human being. Yeah, and he's <laughs> like Steelers fans like him because he's good, and that's yeah. why he stays in the league, and that's why Kareem Hunt got signed yeah. in the NFL because he's a good running back. So they can overlook the domestic violence thing. Yeah. Same thing with Ben Roethlisberger. Good riddance to this guy when he retires. I cannot wait. Yeah, uh, and then last one of the day. We didn't we didn't talk about Kareem Hunt, um, but you know he signed for the Browns. Uh, he's actually of making. He the Browns. Yeah, of course he did. Uh, which is a little odd for the Browns considering they have a good running back. But I understand, you know, it's business is business. I guess his talent uh, was better than Kaepernick's because he did something a lot worse than Kaepernick in my mind. Uh, which is, I mean, I was going to have, like, some rant uh, about, like, oh, if, like, Kaepernick's not in the league because of what he did, how was Kareem Hunt getting a second chance? But this is the NFL. We all know what's going to happen. We all yeah. knew he was going to get signed. And it's just corrupt, and we're going to have to deal with it. We all give him our money anyways because we love football. Right. Uh, moving on. Lakers, we're talking about, you know, I said before, uh, do we think they're going to make the playoffs? Do we think they're going to be this fine? Um, dysfunction, maybe, maybe not in the locker room? Oh, yeah. I think the Pelicans trade definitely caused dysfunction in the locker room, but these players need to grow up. Yeah. It's the NFL, our NBA, it's a business. You know what you're getting into. Yeah. And I will say, when LeBron comes, I mean, there's going to be a little bit of dysfunction. He sees it everywhere he goes. He's not exactly... Uh, the best for coaches. Yeah. Uh, we saw with David Blatt, Ty Luton, him didn't necessarily get along. And Luke Walton, Walton is on a very toasty seat over there. Yes, so I he think is. Fired. But it's, it's, I mean, at some point, you're with a bunch of veterans on a one-year contract and a lot of draft picks. They haven't really panned out. So, yeah, I do think they'll make the playoffs, but you're going to be an AT that's probably going to get swept by Golden State. Exactly. But yeah. they are going to make the playoffs. Everyone needs to calm down at the tendency. They will yeah. be just fine. I recently saw the Onion Sports. They had like one of those mock articles that was saying um, it was a series series of failed. The Lakers hope a series of failed betrayals will bring them closer together. And that's like it's it's so funny too because that's literally what happened. Is they were literally like, we don't want you guys. We want that guy. And then it didn't work, and they're like, well, I guess we're stuck with you guys now. So yeah, uh, but yeah, it it'll be. Oh man, the Pelicans trade that whole debacle was very fascinating because the Celtics basically like look. We'll trade you something, but we're not going to tell... Because they basically... They didn't tell them what they are going to trade them. They're like, we're not. We're keeping all of our... Because, you know, the Lakers put their deal on the table, and then it got leaked, and everyone knew what they were doing. And so Celtics were like, look, we'll give you our some of our young core players, but we're not going to tell you what it is. So they're kind of gambling with that. Like, what are they actually going on? Well, at this point, though, the Celtics core looks a lot more intriguing than the Lakers oh, yeah, core. Because look at the Lakers score. Without LeBron, they went 6-12. and 12. This team yeah. does not look good. They're not doing themselves any favors. I wouldn't want this core. If I'm yeah. the Bulls, I'm more comfortable with the core we got right now than this yeah. Lakers core. Exactly. The only difference is they got LeBron James right now. And the, I mean, would not be, they wouldn't even be talked about if they didn't have LeBron James on the team. Because they were a 4 seed without him. and then I mean, with him. And then as soon as he got injured... 
huge slide. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that, that'll be definitely interesting. We'll definitely be talking about, yeah, we want to talk about a little bit of the Thunder, uh, but like we said, we got to cut this one short a little bit. Um, That'll be next week. Yeah, Definitely. the NBA, the NBA is heating up though. We I will say, yeah, I think Paul George, MVP candidate. He's the yeah. best two-way player in basketball right now, offensively and defensively, because LeBron doesn't play defense much anymore. Paul George, the way he's been playing, MVP candidate. Yeah. So like we're saying, so right, we're kind of getting on a bunch of tangents. Um, My Uber is coming in eight minutes, eight twenty-six minutes. seconds, twenty-five. <laughs> so Mitch is gonna. Uh, get out of here soon, but yeah, like we said, we're trying to we're trying to uh, reformat some of the podcasts. Now the NFL's done; we don't have weekly talking points. Um, so look for some changes coming soon as we want to get out the best content for you guys. But going best for last. Now you guys probably know you maybe you noticed that I didn't talk about much soccer today. It's because I'm I finally get to talk about it in my closing rant because no more NFL. Um, but basically. This isn't much of a rant. This is just kind of a heads up to all you fans out there. The Champions League is back, guys. We're in the knockout stages of the Champions League, one of the best tournaments in the world. And if look, if you don't care about soccer, you don't care about the Premier League, I understand. But if you want quality games, I mean, look, we've we just got to the to the knockout stage, so the 16 round of 16. We've only had four games. Roma, Roma taking on Porto. Two of the, you know, uh, we've uh, had... My old friend Porto. Yeah, Porto, <laughs> who Mitch said it was... It's a city, believe it or not. Yeah, <laughs> there you go, in Portugal. And these are two of the, like, uh, these are the two kind of game teams that, like, we don't really care about because the other ones had much more big names. Uh, but look, man, Roma beat Porto 2-1. to one. No. The, the, and all goals... Being scored after the 70th minute, the guy who scored two goals for Porto, he had both their goals in the 70th and 76th minute, is Nicolo Zaniolo, who is two months younger than Mitch. He's 19 years old. He was born July 2nd, 1999. He scored two goals in one of the biggest tournaments in the world. Yeah, but he doesn't have a podcast. Yeah, he doesn't have a podcast like us, though he's probably making like 150k a week. Well, I'm making $75 tonight for utilities. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I make ESPN 815 3. an hour being an interim referee. Yeah, that's right. So he, yeah, that guy can shove it. Yeah. <laughs> the game, right? The game we after live in that. America. <laughs> man, you lost to PSG 2 0, in which Manchester United fans got brought back to earth. Paul Pogba got a red card, and the Keelan Mbappe, who's, I believe, like maybe a year older than us, scored in which now he's, good. He's, he's cementing that he is one of the best players in the world right now. The best young player, that is. Um, and look, and even today, I was watching during math class. Tottenham beat Dortmund 3-0, in which was a really good game. Good to see that 40 grand going to use here. <laughs> Dormant. Getting the most out of his education. Exactly. But hey, you know what? Champions League is back, guys. Yeah, yeah, can't argue with that. Next game. Wait till March Madness. Man. Ajax, Real Madrid. Real Madrid wins 2-1 as uh, they score in the, in the 87th minute to steal the game away. And then basically, look, I just really want to get this out there and to get the message out there that the Champions League and soccer is one of the most entertaining things you can watch. They're on a weekly basis. I mean, we next week we got Leon Barcelona, Liverpool Bayern, Atletico Madrid Juventus. That'll be a fantastic matchup. And Schalke versus Man City, two high-flying teams. If you want to get into soccer, now is the time. Just look these up because I guarantee you will, you will not be disappointed if you watch any of the Champions League games as this is heating up. 
And then soon, once the drama all unfolds and we're looking at the final, this will be one of the greatest rows that you'll ever see. And, I'll, and it's better than the NFL playoffs. It's better than the NBA playoffs. I'll tell you that right now. Not better than the NHL playoffs. Yeah, well. I can guarantee that. <laughs> NHL playoffs, they don't get the ratings that anyone wants. Well, that's so, true. But they are exciting, so you should yeah, watch them. We're capping off a little short, but like we said, Mitch is about to run out the doors as he got to catch his Uber. Uh, Thanks for listening. Ooh, four minutes, yeah. yeah, good yeah we made, it, we made good. it four minutes to spare. But yeah, thanks for listening. We're rebranding. Uh, maybe well, trying to get an Instagram, potentially. We can get more uh, more of a following there. Uh, and we're trying to figure out what we want to do uh, with talking points every week. Thanks for bearing with us. If you're listening now, we really appreciate you guys. Yes, uh, thank as, you. Yeah, as you guys are like our core base. Uh, you're the core, but you're better than the Lakers core. Yeah, we're, we're not trading you anytime. Yeah, we're not trading you guys anytime. But yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week.